Welcome back to End of the Pit, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. We are going to have... A lot the, of turbulence. A lot of turbulence, which, I mean, it's the Hounds of Hell Pit crew, what do you expect? At 4 in the morning? <laughs> yeah, at 4 in the morning. <laughs> it's 4 in the morning? Yeah, it's 4.30. <laughs> it's 4.30. With questionable status of our heads. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is, of course, Cerberus. Uh, no, I thought that was Bob. <laughs> Bob Cerberus. It's all interchangeable. <laughs> Kristen, don't die. Again. Kristen, you already had an exorcism once. We don't need another one. Why not? They're always fun. <laughs> not when you don't remember who the fuck you are or where you're at. Or who you exercise. I mean, it's fun for me, not for y'all. <laughs> Anyways, this episode... We will be talking about the upcoming Blue Ridge Rockfest show in September. Uh, they finally released a 99% schedule. Um, what days, what bands. So, of course, it's a four-day event. We're excited for that. And then uh, our other episode. Um, you, you good, Exorcist? No. <laughs> Three uh, exorcisms in one day? Holy shit. Right, we're we're going to take a pause for Exorcist to just fuck up our podcast. <laughs> I got to breathe. No, it's a kind forget of a vital life function. Uh-huh. Breathing exists? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. I forget that I have to breathe sometimes. Right. That's okay, me too. <laughs> I thought we all do. I kind of just randomly turn blue for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Valkyrie likes to be a smurf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit happens. You do what you gotta do. She is short enough. No, yes. Brittany is short enough. True. I mean... Winter is. Well... Winter would be a Smurf. You would be a... Oh, no. She's the gnome. You're the Smurf. Because mm -hmm. you just admitted that you like to turn blue. Actually, no. Uh, Winter is a dwarf. Brianna is a Smurf. And I am whatever the fuck I choose to identify as that day. Fair enough. Man. Right now, I choose to be a blue unicorn who shits rainbows that smell like cotton candy. Okay. I know you've had a lot of alcohol tonight, but dang, Val. Oh, no. I'm Stone Cold Sober, sweetheart. You just feel feisty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Them's fighting words. <laughs> but yes, we're going to go over Blue Ridge's uh, playlist that they've come out with. And then we are going to talk with uh, two people that were guests on our other episode talking about sugar. We're going to have Exorcist and Proby. And uh, we're going to talk about, uh, hopefully, if we can stay on subject, uh, their preconceived notions. No be promises. Oh, right. Preconceived notions about mosh pit communities, mosh pits, and moshers before tonight when they went and actually moshed for the first time on their own. So, Valkyrie, do you have the thing pulled up? Working on that right now, sir. The thingy majig. Do the thing Bob with the doomahickey. Yeah, the thing with the yeah. dingle hopper. Yeah. I love dingle hoppers. Is it because they get. Dinkleberg. Is it because they. <laughs> Dinkleberg. <laughs> Dinkleberg. <laughs> Nickelodeon, do not sue us. Please. Please. <laughs> You're a very odd parent. I'm a parent? <laughs> Daddy! Where the fuck did this happen? Was I, like, unconscious for that long? Yeah, you were. Yeah. You were actually unconscious long enough that you delivered your baby and didn't even remember it. Her name is Natalie. She's six months old, and she's what an Aquarius. The, what the fuck I named her Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> Woo, this is already going to be a great show. Oh, yeah. 36 uh -huh. months? Hell. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't tell by how hairy your legs are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Valkyrie dropping bombs. I thought I shaved today. Guess what? Uh huh. Uh, maybe that was the day that like yes, I actually went to really the concert. That to but you. now since I've been unconscious, yeah, you for shaved fucking... fresh for the concert. Then everything just kind of went downhill from there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we've already got off the rails. Right. Okay. So, Valkyrie, you name off the bands one at a time. Oh dear, honey, that's gonna take the entire episode. You want me to do it? No, because you're gonna spill your words improperly. Then your tongue is gonna get twisted before you even reach Friday. 
and then I'm going to try and speed read them. And by the time I speed read them, I'm going to get tongue tied. And if I slow read them, we are going to take at least 15, 20 minutes because they're such a bomb ass fucking lineup. Dude, the lineup is shit. All right. So read all of Thursday then. Okay. Breaking Benjamin, a day to remember, the ghost inside, hailstorm, skillet, black label society, pod. P-O-D, P-O-D. How bad would it be if, <laughs> tied, pod. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't, you'll give a lot of our listeners flashbacks. I was about to say, <laughs> flashbacks in 2008. All right, time to go back yeah. Sabaton, Tech Nine, Testament, Hey Breed, fuck yeah! Spirit Box, they're also really fucking good, actually. From Ashes to New, my fucking boys, Miss May I, Chelsea Grin, who I actually just started listening to. And it's Me too! As, and it's actually bomb as fuck, and ironically, my service dog in training, Luca, also really likes Chelsea Grin, and he's only four months old. Already yeah. getting good taste. Gotta raise them right. Gotta raise them right. Texas Hippie Coalition. They're unique. I like them, but they're unique. I kind of got to be in the mood for them. Slaves. All Good Things. Islander. 434. Heirloom. MX The American. A New Day Rising. Orange Jumpsuit. Wow, way to fucking rip off red jumpsuit. <laughs> Maybe they're a cover band. Like I mean, Maybe. that's very true. Orange is created by red, so that would make sense. Yeah, they would. Or they were just heavily Nailed inspired. By Forever We Roam, Friends in Hell. Gavin, I didn't know your friends were coming to visit. Yay! Oh, I'm right here. Yay. Major Moment, Far From Exorcist. You, and Hostile Array. Okay. Array. So. That's going to be a killer lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Day to remember Ashes the New, definitely. Dude, right. Limp Biscuit, P.O.D., Sabaton. Like, I have wanted yeah, honey, to... Honey, honey, Limp Biscuit is Friday. Oh, is it? Oh. Yes. Oh, well, if you know. If you were actually paying attention, paying attention. I, I didn't was. say Limp Biscuit. Goldfish memory. Fuck you all. Why does See, he have... I came up with that, motherfucker. See, what's concerning is the fact he had a Limp Biscuit on his mind. Let me see Limp Biscuit. Please. Since you said please. Just if my secret boyfriend texts you, just ignore him. Uh-huh. He but, knew- I mean, okay, so Breaking Benjamin, A Day to Remember. I mean, those guys are classics. Um, Maui, ha- Fenrir has to make it to this because I need a slow dance pit with him. Because mm-hmm. remember we did a slow dance pit to them. Yeah, I thought it was my turn to slow dance with you, though. Did we not trade off? Very minimally. Okay, all right, well, this time I'll You'll lead dance. with me and end with Fred. Okay. <laughs> uh, Giggity. Hey. Hailstorm. I'm not as excited about. I mean, are you guys super excited about Hillstorm? H or A? No, I'm not going. So I'm what? Excited. H or A? H. Okay. Not the not pirate metal, which I wish they would come play. Yeah. Not the pirate metal. What hail hailstorm? Like I like I, hailstorm from the standpoint of strong female icon. Of course, I got root for that. But I have seen them enough times that. If there were another band I needed to go see, or if I needed to focus on hydrating or taking a break, they are a band I could sit and watch quite comfortably and admire their talent, as opposed to having to risk overexerting myself in the pits when I should probably be taking a break, so I'm prepped for a day to remember. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fair enough. What a, what so about, wait, have they released like the times, or these are just the these days? are just right the days? Right what now, playing just what's the day. days? I think stages and times are going to be announced relatively soon. All I know is one of my buddies in the band on Saturday says we need to go see him on Saturday. Okay, yeah, so I won't be there. So yeah, so I'll you, say hi on your band. I'm gonna say unless it's at like ten o'clock at night. Now no, probably he's a, still he's, won't he's an o- he's an opener. Yeah, but I say I still probably wouldn't even make it. So, are you super excited for Hailstorm? Hail? Hailstorm. Yes. I said yeah. Hailstorm. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably one of the ones that I can kind of just feel like, eh, about. Like, if I catch it, cool. Fair I mean, enough. it's like, it would be good to see, but, yeah. like, if they're playing at the same time as, like, you know, like a day to remember or Ashes to New or something like that, then I'm not going to be too upset if I miss right. them. But you know, mm-hmm. if they're you know if, if they're playing, and I can go catch them. Like of course, I'd want to go and see them. Oh, absolutely! Just for the experience mm-hmm. of them. Hmm. Yeah. I've yeah, I've seen them frequently enough. I'm content eating island noodles while watching them. Yes, island noodles. All island awesome. noodles are legend. Wait for it. Dairy. I hope you're not lactose intolerant. Wow. All right. 
So I'm not excited for this one either. Wow. <laughs> I, I I'm not. Please tell me. Do wow. What? You've seen the fucking TikTok. Wow. 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 Fucking seen the TikTok. Okay, continue Maybe. on. Wow. Anyways, so and it's not because they're bad, but I've seen them a lot. Like they've been heavy in the festival scene, but Skillet. Okay. I concur. I've I will admit Skillet has bomb ass pics, and they have a really good stage presence. I'm not gonna dock them in any way, shape, or form because I will still jam out to Skillet. I'd be a liar if I said I didn't. I say I like Skillet. <laughs> Sorry, we have a Bailey Booper who was trying to balance between me and Exorcist, and it is not going well. She's panic at her, like, wait on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Do you require to be rescued from the heckin' hound? Come here, Booper. <laughs> and we're, like I said, we're already going off the rails. <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> Alright, try, try to be in pain a little quieter. <laughs> you're so fucking thoughtful, medic. I mean, I, I, mean, I know you're uncomfortable, but it's but her fucking me. step on your balls and see how it fucking feels. She, she has. has. We're good. That t- don't feel good. Bailey, go go go! step back on her. Um, Any hooters. Alright, so... Uh, They're also a band I could strategically place a water break or a food break to, which actually, by the way, Jonathan Sly said he's doing his best to get free water at the festival. Sweet. He's doing... It's I don't not, see why that's not, like, a common thing. Like, no, they he, really want people to be that No, he doesn't, he doesn't mean, like, going to food stands and picking up water. He means, like, actually building water structures with water stations so you can refill bottles. I think we would do that because of stupid COVID. I mean... Well, that and... If it's done sanitary, it should be fine. Yeah, if they have, like, reusable, like, cups and stuff like that, instead of, like, touching, you just put your, like, water... Usually what they have is, like, a water tank, like a mobile water tank, Mm -hmm. and they put their spouts on, like, two sides, and you just open the slot, and it pours water into your bottle. Mm -hmm. Like, you bring your own bottle or, like, a water bottle you got from, like, one of the stands, Mm -hmm. and then... uh, But that's actually been a really really common issue is, like... um, because these festivals happen when it's so fucking hot. I was say, I mean, it's September in, like, I mean, I know it's Virginia, but it's still, still. technically You'd be surprised south. how hot it can get but in Virginia. But I say, it's hot, and, mm. like, you know, people moshing, like, as sweaty as we got tonight, like, I hate to see it, how bad it would be. The first know, doing after, it for like, 13 hours. On on try louder, try yeah. louder than life in Kentucky. They were having record highs during the festival. And there was one water station on the far back corner, and it was literally one water buffalo with, like, 12 spouts on each side. And then uh, at Epicenter, mm-hmm. the first Epicenter, they had that one water station mm-hmm. in the corner, which was just a bunch of hoses. Yeah. Um, so it's not uncommon for there to be a, a one free water station. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, you, you think there would be more. Just you would think, of, but those are super expensive. Yes, yeah. agree. But from a financial standpoint, those are very expensive to quote unquote install and maintain. I'm not yeah. saying that's reason they no, shouldn't do not. it. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. But back to Skillet, I once again would strategically place one of my breaks during them. Their pits are awesome. Their music is great. Their stage presence is awesome. But like you stated earlier, they've been so common in the festival scene and had so many tours with so many different bands. Yeah. Pardon the hardcore uh... Skillet fans if if I insult y'all, but I'm kind of skilleted out. They're not as high on my must-mosh-to list because I've already done it so many times. I I can appreciate them from a different standpoint. Once again, with Island Noodles. I just don't see them as much as like a mosh type of band. You'd be surprised. They, yeah, they do. We saw them right Some before of the COVID hit. Some pits we've been in were skillet. Yeah, no, I they mean, they go hard. They're an amazing band. But yeah. like we saw them right before COVID hit when they were up in Charlotte. Yep. Um, they were at Epicenter. Since they yeah. came to, I think it was the state fair they came to. I haven't seen them, and that was God when I was in like middle school. But there's like four big name bands that you're generally going to see at least one of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Zombie. Yep. Five Finger Death Punch, mm-hmm. Slipknot, mm-hmm. and Shine Down. Those are the four most common bands on most. Uh, 
Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, well, they, they were at the Louder Than Life, but I hadn't really seen a lot of them. I've, I have actually seen a lot of them. Really? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, usually those are the four, but, I mean... The, those the, are, like, the top four. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I like, if, if there's nothing else going on, there's another band that I would, that I want to see, and I don't need water or mm-hmm. food, then I will obviously be in the pit, because they're a good band. I'm not downing them. No. Uh, I'm just... Absolutely not. I've seen them enough. That, you know, like, bands don't really change their stage show super mm-hmm. often, and, I mean, they've had a year of break. They may have changed it, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they also may not have, because they haven't really had anything to change it to mm-hmm. or with. Unless they have new songs, like From Ashes to New, they created a whole album during COVID, and they're already working on record four. Uh, so Them I'd be super stoked to see, just because they have 12 new songs to play with, and they won't play anything off of their old album due to issues with other band members. Right. Um, so Black Label Society, P.O.D., Sabaton, Tech 9 Testament, and Hatebreed, and Spirit Box. Yes. Which ones of out of those are you guys excited to see? <clears throat> Hatebreed, Spirit Box, Testament... I really like Sabaton, but I'm not as familiar with them yet. I've been doing homework. What about you? I mean, I usually stick to a lot of the same bands like I go to, like my go-to ones. So I'm not as familiar with them, but I'd be excited to like learn them and like just experience like how they are. I highly recommend Spirit Box. Uh, A buddy of mine recommended them to me because he knows my music style. Mm-hmm. He was right on the money. Spirit Box is a very, very good female-fronted, um, harder metal with a little bit of softer metal breaks in between. They're really good. Almost like a Dream State, kind of? Not quite. A little heavier than Dream State. Okay, okay. I could probably be down. I could be down for that. Really good. So, I know I'm excited for P.O.D., because, I mean, that was that was growing up, that was a growing up band, like, mm-hmm. Youth of a Nation, like, that was, that was growing up, that was, like, my, like, that was a song that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Label Society, I think, is going to be sick. I really want to see them, because how we got cut off during Epicenter due to the tornado. Yep, uh, Sabaton is a have-to, mm-hmm. um, just because I, Winter. I love, I love their music. Uh, it's a lot of military history, military themed stuff. And it's like, it just, they tell really great stories. Mm-hmm. Tech 9, I definitely... Just for the experience, I yeah, do want to see he, Tech 9. Like his, his musical presence, like, through albums and, like, songs are awesome. His energy is high. So I, I w- would want to see it. But if something else came on, like, if, like, Sabaton was playing next to them... Yeah. Next to him, I would probably do Sabaton. Understandable. Um, Testament's good. I'm definitely excited for Hatebreed. Spirit Box, I haven't really paid much attention to. You should look them up. That is... Like said, recommended to me, very hit the nail on the head. All right, so I'm going to go through the rest of the day, and then if you guys hear one, just try to remember it. Uh, From Ashes the New, Miss May I, Chelsea Grin, Texie Hippie, Hippie Coalition, Slaves, All Good Things, Islander, uh, 434, Heirloom, MX the American, A New Day Rising, Orange Jumpsuit, Forever We Roam, Nail Bite, Friends in Hell, Major Moment, Far From Few, and Hostile Ray. I'm excited to see Slaves and Ashes the New. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely Ashes the New. honestly, no, okay, never mind. I missed one. I was like, isn't, if we're talking about the Orange Jumpsuit almost being like a cover band for Red Jumpsuit, I was thinking that they were going to be there for whatever reason, but it's not what I'm thinking. Understandable. Um, okay. Chelsea Grin, I've definitely got into, and I'm heavy as hell, like up there with the like high-level screamo like just gore core type stuff i uh, definitely want to see them uh the rest of them i'm kind of nail bite um you know actually uh follows us on uh instagram yeah i saw uh, that yeah they're the ones that uh i showed the video to the den mm-hmm. um and we were talking about that um the rest of these i really don't know uh so i'm not really like i wouldn't go out of my way to miss them if there's nothing else going on i'd go check them out definitely okay. um we're just gonna stick to the big names honestly there's so much Guys, there are like over 150 bands um, at this event. I definitely have to see Islander, though, just because sushi. Yep. All right, so... Not, I'm not missing. So we're going to hit the big names on uh, Friday. Rob Zombie, Limp Biscuit, Rise Against, I Prevail, Chevelle. Uh, oh, they're actually going to be on Friday. Anthrax, Asking Alexandria, Clutch, Motionless in White, Atreyu, 
Uh, oh, Seven Dust, right Fever 333, Knocked Loose, Fozzy, Crown the Empire, uh, Drugs, uh, Bad Omens, <laughs> Nonpoint. Drugs. Drugs. Nonpoint, Light the Torch, Sail, Stitched Apart, Tala, Burden of the Sky. Um, so what ones that jump out at you guys for oh, that? Oh, God, there's... I Prevail. Yeah, yeah, you're I Prevail fangirl. Mm-hmm. I'm a From Ashes to New fangirl. She's an I Prevail fangirl. Yeah. There has to be it's one like, in every Crown the Empire would be yes. a good one to see. Um, obviously Rob Zombie. He puts on an amazing show. Yes, Motionless and White. Yeah. I pray that I know that it's a 90s show, so there's no guarantee, but I would absolutely positively fucking love if they did their cover of Duhast. Hell yeah. Oh, it's bomb as fuck. I actually showed it to Brittany. I would would love to see I Prevail do some of their covers that they've done. Some of their covers are absolutely awesome. Like, their Mm -hmm. Pop the Punk covers. Yeah. Their their, uh, Blank Space cover is amazing. I literally cannot listen to Taylor Swift anymore because of that. (laughs) Plus, I've never been a T-Swift fan anyway. She kind of got annoying. T-Swift. No offense, Taylor Swift, if you end up hearing this, you're just not my cup of tea. I'm more of a shot of whiskey kind of girl. Definitely asking Alexandria. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Knocked loose with how brutal infectious days of the pits are. I've got to try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully I'll oh, have... Oh, they are bad. Hopefully... Those pits are so aggressive. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of hardcore dancing. I honestly want to go to that one just to protect people. Um, I, obviously, I hope Fenrir is going to be with us for that because uh, it'll be good backup. It'll be like Meshuggah all over again. Oh, God. Um, Nonpoint. I definitely want to see Nonpoint. Uh, yes. I've listened to a bunch of their stuff and I love their shit. Their stuff's really fucking good. I got into them like two, three years ago. Yeah. And none of their songs have let me down. Exorcist. Any of the other ones that you kind of like want to touch? Yeah, about it. Okay. Uh, okay, so for Saturday, Five Finger, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Seether. Cypress oh, so Hill, seven uh, Three of a Dead Man, Trivium, Body Count, Beartooth, Avatar, Wage War, Jelly Roll, Bad Flower, In Flames, Ten Years, and All That Remains. Uh, Escape the Fate's going to be there on mm-hmm. Saturday. Another Day Dawns. Uh, Corrosion of Conformity. Um, definitely want to experience Megadeth and Lamb of God. Oh, fuck um, yeah. I haven't really... I've never. I have to see Lamb of God. I mean, like, uh, we saw Guns N' Roses at Louder Than Life. You know, it's like one of those legacy bands that I definitely want to see. Just for the life experience so we can tell our kids, hey, back in my day, this is who we listened to. Lamb of God, definitely. Mm -hmm. Seether, if they only had Amy Lee to do some of their joint songs they used to do, like, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Cypress Hill, eh, Theory of a Dead Man, yes. Trivium. See, Theory of a Dead Man, I, they kind, pardon me saying this, they kind of got too nickelback. She basically just said that Theory of a Dead Man is Nickelback. No, Nickelbacky, meaning they have the same behavioral tendency of, tragically, I mean, anyone who's a hardcore Seether fan, because I know they exist, I apologize. They kind of got like Nickelback, and a lot of their music is cookie-cutter safe play. You're talking about Theory of a Dead Man or Seether? Theory of a Dead Man. I blocked my words out. I am so sorry. I ended up getting hit hard enough that I bit my tongue. And I'm extremely tired. So, Seether fans, I rebuke my apology because it was not directed at Seether. Theory of a Dead Man fans, I apologize and not apologize, but then re-apologize again for a double error. (laughs) That got confusing. That's the point. Uh, Trivium, definitely there to see Trivium and uh, Beartooth. I will happily die in a fucking Trivium pit. If I go down... Don't pick me up. Just let me be trampled and have that be my funeral. Um, Avatar, I saw them at the last Carolina Rebellion. I got to meet their guitarist. The dude that's got the really long blonde dreads in the crowd. And my phone was dead and I did not get a photo and I was pissed. Um, and then uh, mm. another day dawns. Friday, I want to see a Treyu. That's who I didn't say. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I all have that... to have to have to fucking see a Treyu. And then all that remains. That's that's going to be good. It's not going to be the same since their one band member died. That's my only regret, not seeing them before his wife pushed him to suicide. Cops who are listening to this, I apologize. That is not proven facts. That is just my opinion based on facts that were presented to me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much it for Saturday. I mean, they got a lot of lower tier bands. Um, but there are so many of them, like they literally packed this card out. 
Yeah, um, that's the day that my buddy's band is playing. I feel really bad because I forget the band's name. I have to go on his Instagram page and look it up. I will type it in the notes once I remember. Um, and then Sunday, Shine Down. There's a special guest. I think that's going to be Steve O because I've not seen Steve O mentioned. Oh, there he is. He's up there at the top. Never mind. Uh, Shine Down. There's a special guest. Papa Roach, Gojira, Macedon, Kill Switch, Engaged. Oh my God. Oh. Uh, un- God. Under Oath. And then there's another mysterious dude. Pop Evil. The Who. Fucking love the Who. Um, Rev Run. Ice Nine Kills. August Burns Red. Arian Jones. We came as Romans. Drowning Pool, Fit for a King, El Nino, Adelita's Way. El Nino. Yeah, and uh, Fame on Fire. Um, they would be good to see. I, there's hardly a band that day I can fucking miss. I right. actually actually really want to fucking see El Nino. Yeah. They're uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Are they? Yep, they're a New York band. Oh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Fenrir was talking about yep, that. Fenrir and Nika. But uh, definitely, like, Shine Down, like I said, it's one of the big four. I mean, literally, you've got three of the big four. You've got Five Finger, Shine Down, and Breaking Benjamin, and Breaking. Well, yeah. Well, they're they're not ben- playing. They're not playing at any other festival this year. Nope, neither is I Prevail. Yep. Um. So yeah, you know, you know, that's that's definitely yeah. Well, it's one of the big four. Um, Papa Roach is gonna be good. Gojira. Oh, I cannot uh, fucking wait. For Kill Switch, Engage, Under Oath, The Who. I have to. Papa Roach is actually gonna be playing in Fest front to back. Hell yeah. That's going to be cool. Yep. Um, Ice Nine Kills, of course, they're a good one. August Burns Red is a great one. We Came as Romans, definitely want to see. Um, Drowning Pool, I have to. Mm-hmm. Il Nino is probably going to be a good one. Adelita's... El Nino, you have to pronounce your N right. El Nino. You have to put a Y between the N and the O. I'm just going to say Il from now on. Mm-mm. He struggles El. with English. Do you really think he can do Spanish? <laughs> if he's drunk. Usually it's Welsh when I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> I yeah, still need to hear that. Uh, Adelita's Way and yes. Fame on Fire. I mean, those are... Have to fucking see Fame on Fire. They're, they're, I mean, honestly, if I had to sit down and break down every band, yeah. there are definitely going to be more bands that I have to see than bands that I'm going to be like, eh, about. Like, oh, absolutely. Definitely way more uh, that I'm going to be like, yes, I have to get to. Yes, I have to get to. Like, at uh, least that's shooting 80% for me yep. as far as bands I must see which honestly is a really good fucking ratio considering most of the festivals we go to have like a 65% ratio of bands we have to see and a 20% ratio of bands that are hey that'd be pretty cool to see but if I miss them I'm not going to get butt hurt about yeah. it I mean, and, like, and I, that's what I love about Blue Ridge is they give the smaller bands like don't get me wrong I will still gladly listen to the smaller bands. Oh, absolutely! Um, Look I'm at the band we went to tonight. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and skip out on the smaller bands because like yeah. some of the smaller, not well known bands, sometimes have the most heart than these bigger bands, and they put on a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely gonna be listening to the smaller bands, uh, but there's just so many to try to get through them. We've literally spent. 27 minutes talking about the big bands. Like Hollow Intent, who's playing on Saturday. We really need to fucking see them. Oh, yeah, definitely. We saw them. Uh, I saw them with uh, Winter and Runt in Jacksonville. Um, I'm glad you saw that because I would have felt like shit. Um, we s- hey, we've had a long day. We've all been awake for a really fucking long time. It's all good. Uh, but we saw them in Jacksonville. We know the guys. Uh, really great guys. They put on an amazing show. Uh, if you look at some of our videos... Uh, you actually, in one of the videos that was taken, you see the lead singer get in the mosh pit with us as he is singing and moshes it out with us. It I was, didn't know that. Yes. If you pay attention, he's literally there. It's awesome. Which, I mean, that ratio is extremely impressive. I don't know many other festivals that can pull that off so easily. Well, not easily. I know John Sly went through hell and back, even a hospitalization, while he was trying to get this shit done. And the fact that everything he did was fan-driven, meaning he listened to the fans' votes, really means that he truly cares about the fans and their input and really knows how to listen. Whereas other festivals, no disrespect, I will not name them in case I'm incorrect, and so we don't get in trouble. Yeah. There are other festivals, 
other concerts I have attended that you could clearly tell it was far, far more finance-based than it was genuine entertainment-based. I'm not saying it's wrong to go for it for the money, because, no offense, love, hug, and kisses does not pay the bills. Nope. It, as much as we'd love to just do everything because we love it, we can't. There has to be some type of profit margin to keep into consideration. However, it should not be the absolute fucking top of the list. It should be, in my opinion, at least tied with fan entertainment. Yeah. If that makes any sort of sense. No, I mean, that does make sense because, you know... You know, yes, it is a business, and business business decisions matter. Mm-hmm. But you know, you still have to like. There's still got to be passion behind it for people to really see that you're doing everything you can. Like Blue Ridge, obviously. Um, Sly, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Sly. Um, he actually listens to the, the 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 people. He does the votes, and most of the time, like the votes are usually help you decide who's going to be there. Like mm-hmm. there have been a lot of bands that that he put up vote for vote and ended up they ended up being on the card, um, uh-huh. and I mean and I don't have Facebook so I don't you know obviously I haven't seen the Facebook updates but so I try to keep track of it on his behalf yeah so like, this whole side pro- project he's doing with the club is honestly a fantastic idea there are a couple tweaks that need to be done with execution but you know what he at least took the time to explain why it happened this way, what his rough about goals were for next year, why it's running the way it is. That way, at least the fans understood. Like this year, the club, it is a little more pricey, but he did say he's going to try and keep prices as low as possible, and it was only going to be for camping. Those were the only compromises he had to make, but he's having three world-famous DJs that are going to be hosting different nights. That's pretty cool. That's hella impressive. The fact that he's got not only the top rock and metals, but the top hip hop, the top um, modern pop, lack for better description, and well known figures in that world. That's not an easy feat to pull off. And how cheap those tickets were for how much bang for your buck? Yeah. That is definitely something that's been pretty crazy is how cheap the tickets were before COVID. Um, that's no, when, they're still cheap. Well, I know, but I'm like, I know for a fact because we did. I'd never looked at the prices for this year because we rolled our tickets over. They're 120. Oh, that's yeah. For as many names as there is, that's crazy. They're, I don't know if exactly 120, but I know for a fact they're under 200. dollars Well, that's that's pretty fucking cool, especially for like the four day passes because we rolled ours over from the previous year, mm-hmm. so we get the fourth day free. Um, anyone who didn't know that that rolled your passes over. Yeah, you get Thursday free. Um, so if you haven't planned that out, make sure you you, you look at your schedule and adjust accordingly. Oh, absolutely. Um, but we're going to have a little bit of an episode uh, readjustment uh, because Proby went to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Exorcist. Exorcist, uh, still feeling the, the, the reel from that hit, uh, decided that she wanted to go lay down. So... Yeah. The uh the side topic of uh preconceived notions of moshers is gonna have to wait for another episode. Yeah, which is no big deal. Blue Ridge can definitely fill up a lot of time talking about that. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. And uh and of course, uh like I said, um we're gonna have like ninety almost every hound with the exception of maybe four. Three or four. Four. Yeah, I think four. Rough about. Yeah, uh, members there. So it'll be nice to see the group and to mosh with everyone and be able to make Valkyrie spit up on the IHOP sidewalk. So. Oh, a second time? Yeah, helping them. try to attract ants at IHOP? Yeah, trying to help IHOP become become ant friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, shit happens. It was worth it. It was worth it. Uh but yeah, and then of course we'll we'll figure out a way to schedule our uh, our after dinner show. Mm-hmm. After show dinner, yeah. Whichever order you want to put it in, yeah. either way it's correct. It, it's the end of the show, <laughs> and there's we're going out to grab food. Um, we have no idea where we're going yet, so we have to find an IHOP. It is family tradition. Is it IHOP? Yeah. All right, so uh, go to your local IHOP or whatever the closest IHOP to uh, 
Blue Ridge is going to be at the uh, end of the fourth night. Um, and meet us there. You're uh, more than welcome to sit with us, obviously. We'll just figure out pulling tables and readjusting chairs. Oh, yeah. First come, first serve. Uh, let's just try not to get kicked out of IHOP, folks. Like, And don't touch my motherfucking pancakes. Oh, shit. Valkyrie getting violent. I will straight up fucking shank a hoe for touching my motherfucking pancakes. Do not touch my Mexican tres leches. Yeah, you can have that shit. Because <laughs> someone doesn't like caramel. No, I don't like caramel. Ugh. I mean, honestly, those pancakes would be too sickly sweet for you. I thought that it's sweet. I just don't like the way it's. Oh no no no! I'm, I know I know the caramel. I'm specifically talking about the entirety of the toppings on the pancake. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, you would like you would get the godly wobbles. I don't know how I eat all the sweet shit that I do, <laughs> and knock at the godly wobbles. Oh yeah, because I'm hypoglycemic, and that's how I stay alive. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> But no, I mean, honestly, like, for this being our one major event of the year. It's a hell of a good event. Oh, dude, it is. Like, I honestly am glad that we got turned on to Blue Ridge. Mm -hmm. um, like, I, I'm excited to see everyone. I'm excited. To, like, the amount of passion and energy uh, Jonathan has put into this project uh, is amazing. It's refreshing to see someone still have passion for the community in the in the position and role that he has absolutely like i he, mean he talks to the fans he listens to the fans he's the little bit i personally have not interacted with him i've watched one or two of his live videos i've followed posts that he comments on and my impression of him he is very down to earth very approachable and very open-minded and I, I think demons interacted with him a couple times demon says he at least knows of his existence i don't know if they have directly interacted uh, or not okay sorry no you're from um, here so yeah uh you know it's it's good to see that passion there because it's refreshing because you look you know if you look at some of the other big festivals it's just they're either money hungry or burnt out yeah if not both yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, you can just, the way that things are set up, the way that there's no, you know, because, you know, Jonathan's actually looking out for the fans. He's looking at water stations. He's looking, you know, and making the, the experience safer and better for people, which, you know, some places usually do that just because they're obligated to for the optics. But, like, he actually, like, even though he's heading this whole thing, you know, he's not above commenting on, on a, a post himself and like, yo... Aside from these past couple of weeks when he had a personal issue to address all word it as, I think I mentioned it earlier, but I want to do better and try to keep his private life actually private and let you see on his Facebook for yourself if he chose to post it. But aside from these past couple of weeks when he had something to address, he was super interactive, even with people he didn't know. Yeah. Um, and that's it, cool because... We're going to go out there and we're going to make a name for ourselves because, of Absolutely. course, that same month, uh, you've got Incarceration, you've got Louder Than Life. I think Aftershock, too. Yeah, Aftershock. I mean, it's all like, it's all within, like, three weeks of each other, all these major festivals. So, you know, we're going to be, you know, everyone's probably, there are probably a bunch of people going, like, damn, I should have bought tickets for this one one day, and then the next day, tickets oh. for this day. Which, actually, I heard a rumor. I don't know if I want to state it because... It's not written anywhere on the two festivals that it involves, but I'll just leave it at Blue Ridge fans might be extremely fucking happy if my rumor comes through and for the festival that's on the bad side of this coin, I am so fucking sorry. Damn. Look at Valkyrie dropping the fucking leaks. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to get in trouble, especially if it's a false leak and get people all hyped up for nothing. Yeah, that would be bad. No, no. There's only one thing worse than being let down. Being hyped up, then let down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it sucks. And that's something I'm kind of curious about how next year is going to go. Mm -hmm. um, because, like, all these bands that have adjusted their dates and adjusted, like, their whole timetable to fit COVID... What is next year gonna look at look like when they literally like if uh, incarceration is supposed that was supposed to happen in July, what's gonna happen when they do this festival in September? And they'll have five months, 
five months unless they are already working on it now which would not surprise me they would have to if they're going to throw it back in in july for those contracts to have time to be written adjusted rewritten but yeah the lawyers do agree on events in mind yeah like they're if they haven't already started then if they wait till the end of september when their event happens for them to start planning Mm -hmm. they're gonna have rough about five months i can Um, see a little bit of changes like um festivals that normally hold their dates in july i could see him like pushing back to august to give them a little bit more room and let's face it a lot of the festivals that are going on are all headed by the same company slash person promoter yeah exactly so that alone might actually make it a little bit easier because they know all the details they know what's going on and they can strategically plan it out a little bit better well yeah that's like that's like uh sugar said in the interview you know uh because they all have their own private projects but like the second something gets booked they have to communicate it to everybody mm-hmm. to all the different bands that were there they're in on so everybody knows that dates out yep. so it's got to be something like that where they're just like you know hey we've booked this day so anything else is just fucked yep And like I said, since that's all by the same person, he can at least go, okay, you're going to play this concert this day, and then you're going to do this concert this day, blah, blah, blah. Because he'll have all the details from each festival, like, theoretically speaking, on the same calendar. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh... But on the same token, he's also going to have to keep their tour dates in mind, because I... I can almost guarantee there's going to be a lot more tours this upcoming year to make up for the financial loss of Oh, yeah. Definitely. There's definitely going to be a, a higher amount of, 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 of those. Um, so that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, it, it, everyone wants to get back on the road. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to start pushing new music out. On the road, on the airplane, whatever fucking continent you're coming from, how do you think international bands are going to be dealing with this? Do you think they're going to stick to their homeland a little bit more just in case of restrictions? It depends. Not restrictions, but like... It, it depends. Fear of this happening again? Or do you think they're going to hit American soil again just to kind of be like, hey, don't forget we exist. We still like you guys and remember where airport to go to. I mean, I think in some of the major European areas like the uh, like <clears throat> the UK, uh, London, or yeah, London is UK, but mm-hmm. like UK, France, um, a lot of the Western civilization styled areas of europe mm-hmm. um i think they may be a little bit more easy on the the travel restrictions whereas places like australia new zealand well i mean no i mean those those should be good too but you, when you start looking at like okay. if you look at india right now india is going through a third wave of covid deaths but that's so, also i think the country that has had the least access to vaccines if I understand, remember correctly. But that's the thing is because of that, they're even if they're even if the Indian government let them travel, mm-hmm. other countries may not let them in. So I think I think the big problem is is going to be what country they're coming from and where they're going. Yeah, and where they're going. So um, that probably means we're not going to be seeing Bloody Wood for a hot minute. Are no. they originally from India, or are they technically more? Middle Eastern. I'm not super familiar with their background. Uh, they're Indian. Yeah, they're from India. Okay. Hin- Hindu. Um, well, yeah, they may not be a Hindu religion, but uh, India, you know. Um, okay. So, I mean, I definitely don't think we'll be seeing them anytime soon. As much as it sucks. Um, I de- yeah, I definitely don't think we're going to see them anytime soon. Probably not, but much better safe than sorry. We don't need to go through all of this, get it under control, and then have another, Breakout. lack for better wording, plague of it because <clears throat> someone well-intending jumped the gun. Yeah, um, so I think that's going to definitely keep a lot of the major international, like, oh, the middle card to lower card international bands kind of out knocked out unless yeah. they come from like one of the Western allied type countries, mm-hmm. um, which sucks because, you know, there are a lot of international bands that I would love to see. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, there's always the, you know, next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Their safety comes first and foremost. I would rather wait two extra years and see them than see one show and have it be the last show they perform. Right. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I agree with that. Oh, I sound like getting sweepy. I kinda am, yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I mean it's it's I honestly think for the next year, um, concert schedules like for festivals are just gonna be screwed up. I just I think they're just gonna be I fucked. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of booking and then rebooking because And a lot of walkover, like certain festivals walking over days of other festivals. Yeah, I really hope that doesn't happen. It's going to suck if it does, but it's not going to surprise me if it does. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's going to be growing pains because everyone's mm-hmm. going to be trying to adjust back to their normal. They want to go back to the normal, but we can't fully go back to the normal. We have to go back to the normal with tweaking and adjusting. Well, I mean, yeah, like, you know, for them, like for like incarceration to go back to July, they may have to do like, you know, uh, August next year and then the year before that. After you, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the year after that, um, then try to get back to July. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're saying is each year kind of... Slowly adjust it, it back. back. a little bit. Okay, yep. I understood. Yeah, like, they're, like, I think they're they're all going to have to do that, um, except for, like, Louder Than Life. The, the bands, that, or the, the festivals that were originally in... Yeah, Louder Than Life actually stayed pretty close to its original dates. Yeah. Um, and I think Blue Ridge did, too. Yeah, so Blue Ridge and... and, and Louder Than Life generally stay where, where they're at. But like all these other festivals that pushed to the end of the year, they're like, going to they're like going to Aftershock. Yeah, they're going to I do worry about those festivals next year. Yeah, and they're going to have to do some sort of sacrifice or skip <laughs> mm-hmm. or just try to keep it, keep it in September from now on. Mm-hmm. And that's going to mess everybody up. All that's... these like if you look at Demon, Demon literally travels around the country. He going... goes to pretty much every festival possible could you imagine all of those festivals being compiled into one month the amount of pto that would take for customers to not take a huge financial loss is not possible yeah so i mean they're gonna have to push back so i I seriously think either another round of of canceled shows which is gonna suck to get back to the original dates Mm -hmm. or it's gonna take two or three years for them to adjust backwards. See, I don't see them canceling shows because they're probably, look at the hit the music industry fucking took during COVID. They probably literally can't afford to skip a year. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it would be the best, the best motivation or the best thing to do. But I don't I mean, think they'd survive if they did that quite honestly. I don't think they would either. But the problem is, is are they going to keep everything piloted in September and beyond? Or are they going to, I mean, it's either gonna have to be slow adjustments, mm-hmm. like I said, or they're going to have to cancel to get back on a regular schedule, so they can give a mm-hmm. hopefully get a better show next that next See, year. See, I'm leaning towards slow adjustments because if you really think about it, if you do the stockpiling, that's even less fans they're gonna have access to because they're gonna have to keep in mind, like this year, as we saw the competition of lineups. Yeah, we saw it firsthand this year. This one was supposed to be playing at this show, but then they actually ended up going to that show because it was more along their lack for better wording tour map. Yeah. So this financial smartest decision is going to be to bump it back a month, bump it back a month each year. So that way they're not having to compete with other festivals to reach their fan base. I mean, sorry to play favoritism, but it's also just no offense stated fact. Look at how many people are going to be attending Blue Ridge. Because the ticket price, the lineup, and the timing. Yeah, that's true. Look at these other festivals that are happening about the same time that they're having to compete with Blue Ridge. And that kind of competition is not good for business because you skip this festival to go to that festival. You get hooked on that festival. You no longer go to this festival. Yeah, You may true. have permanently lost a fan. Yeah. And that's another thing is like you were saying, people having to pick in. Uh, I was talking to a guy from Icon mm-hmm. about like how he wants to go to this one festival but he can't because the other festival that he wants to go to is right next door, like right in time to it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have enough PTO to cover both of them. Which sucks. It does, especially when you've been missing out for shows for an entire year. You know, it definitely, it, it changes because you literally have to pick 
and choose and you're stuck with that decision. And that also just affects the entire music industry, not just that individual festival. Yeah. Yeah, it affects that individual festival from the standpoint of they don't get the drink profit, they don't get the ticket profit, they don't get the merch profit. But then that's also less money circulating around throughout all of the festivals, if that makes sense. If they have to pick and choose, they're only going to spend money at one festival, maybe two, as opposed yeah. to if they're scattered, they're going to spend money at all five festivals. Them. Yeah. I mean, like, like Demon, you know, like all the, like all the money that goes into him going to every show and every, well, every major festival, mm -hmm. you know, him having it spread out means he can go through and do seven festivals a year. Like mm -hmm. a fucking madman. I uh, wish I could live that lifestyle. Not gonna lie. If I were a fucking millionaire, I would be a professional concert hopper, getting documentation of the festival, sitting down with music artists, getting their intake, sitting down with music directors, getting their intake. Yeah. If I could have a dream job, it would be owning a rescue horse ranch, pairing them up with parolees and trustworthy police officers. And then when I wasn't working at the ranch, go chase concerts and be a professional concert blogger. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, guys, I think we're going to call it here. I know it's 10 minutes shorter than our usual one. But we're really fucking fried. We yeah. worked a lot more than normal tonight. Well, worth it. Everyone who we worked is improving. Yes, every everything turned out well. Uh, we also recorded our longest episode, this last episode, which literally was recorded 55 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so, because, you know, we've, we've been trying to deliver you guys the... Uh, the content you know you can't enjoy it without the content and we you know we're trying to give you guys the content that we can probably not always the best quality but hopefully it's at least you get some good laughs about it yeah i highly recommend not drinking anything that's gonna burn when it comes out of your nose during these podcasts you know we usually we usually have some funny points mm -hmm. or like right now it's just completely random uh you want to do the outro Oh, goodness, I don't think my brain can function enough to do a proper outro. So, if this is accidental comic relief, hashtag fuck it, run it. Thank you very much for listening to us and our blurby rambling tonight. We very much appreciate it. Or this morning, or whatever time frame you end up listening to this. We just happen to be filming it at 5.30 in the morning, so we're kind of like in a middle time frame. But any Hooters, we hope to see you literally in the pits and metaphorically in the pits. Remember to mosh with your ancestors like your ancestors are watching. We must always do them proud and do them with honor. Mancestors. And womancestors. Well, you said mancestors. I meant to say ancestors. I know. See, my point in case, we are officially, literally, cut off due to delirium. Bye! Woody-hoo!